Christine, thank you so much for staying up so late and taking this chat, this interview. Of course, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I have to apologize. I'm, I'm not usually one for apologizing for my appearance, but today my eyes are hardly open and I have massive bags underneath because my husband and I stayed up, it was probably till two o'clock this morning, binging season three of Selling Sunset. <laughs> I love that. I'm so happy. But you look beautiful. <laughs> it's all about the lighting. But um, <laughs> before we talk about season three, let's go back to the very, very beginning of Selling Sunset. Yeah. Um, it is massive right now. And when you guys were first approached, did you ever think a reality TV series about a real estate agent selling amazing over-the-top houses would actually be so popular? You know, actually, no, it's, it's a funny thing. Um, you know, we shot the pilot and it just kind of sat for about a year and so many networks passed on it, like Bravo, Lifetime, and we just felt like losers. We're like, oh, okay, whatever. We kind of forgot about it. And then um, a year later, we hear that Netflix picked it up. So it was like the perfect storm that we weren't expecting. And we had no idea it was going to be this big and um, it's really amazing. I remember um, my husband and I, now husband, when we first got together, um, you know, we were traveling and people were recognizing me and I, I told him I was on a show, but he didn't really understand like the magnitude and we were in random places and they're like, I love your show. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So I think that's when like, I realized how popular it was. Um, I think it's popular for a few reasons and uh, one of it is obviously you guys, but the other is just how glamorous and over the top it is. Is it like day to day is selling real estate in LA that glamorous and do you guys always put in that much effort into your appearance? <laughs> That's a great question. I get this a lot and um, it, the, aspect of selling the homes is definitely that glamorous. That's all real and true. However, I wouldn't say it's realistic that I'm wearing six inch heels every single day and pulling looks and serving hair like that. I mean, obviously that's for the show and we had a lot of fun with it, but um, usually I wear jeans and flats when I'm with my clients, but- Oh, thank um, God. <laughs> You know, we wanted to make it fun for the show. <laughs> so getting ready for the show, because your looks are so extra in a good way, but like getting ready for the show, how long does that take? Um, usually a minimum of four hours. It's two hours for hair and two hours, like an hour and a half for glam. And then, you know, like putting wardrobe and stuff together. I would have to prep like a good four hours. Oh my God. And do you do that all yourself? Or do you tell me there's a glam squad that comes in <laughs> and helps? Um, I do my own makeup. However, I do have a hairstylist who helps with that. I can't do that myself. No way. I wish I, this is why my hair looks like this right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know how to do hair. I just come out of the shower. I, I roll with it. But um, I do have a hairstylist and all the clothes I, I do myself. That hair. I think that's a talking point in itself. Like it just, as the seasons go on, it gets longer and longer and tighter and tighter. How long can you wear that for? Um, when I do the ponytails, that's obviously not my hair. Those are really long, really, really heavy pony pieces. And I remember the first time I did it, I was like, oh my God, this is so heavy. And 
I had to take Advil because it just weighs my head down. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, it's like a good four hours and then I'm like, okay, I need something for this migraine. All the promos are out at the moment and um, the promo shots are amazing. We'll talk about that in a sec. But one thing that um, I've noticed in all the promos yeah. is Davina is not in any of the photos. Why is that? And I felt like this season she's in more and more of it, but she's been yeah. left out again. I know it's such an interesting thing. And it's, um, that's, that's hard for me too, because, you know, she is my best friend and that's really a great question. I think that production has its favorites and they do things a certain way. And you kind of see that in the show. Um, so there's really no rhyme or reason why she's not on the poster. And I noticed Heather wasn't either. And it was just a confuse, <laughs> really confusing. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I'll have to take that up with um, production. But talking about favorites, a lot of people are noticing there are favorites. And someone tweeted about um, the current pick saying, listen, I love Chriselle. She's my fave. But Christine deserves that center spot. No one works harder for that series than Christine. And then you retweeted, my back hurts from carrying that show. Now, we're not shocked at your retweet because you're quite out there. But yeah. what have, what have um, people's reactions been to you being so honest like that? I mean, they agree. I mean, it's it's true. I, I Whether you love me or hate me, I definitely do agree that I do carry the show. I mean, it's glam, it's hair, it's makeup, it's looks, it's attitude, it's comedy, it's wit, it's parties, it's weddings, it's cars, it's everything. Like, I really, really do believe that I've worked so hard for the show. I mean, I know all the other girls have as well, but I think I really bring something special and I just feel like it's not really recognized sometimes by the right people. Well, you've said about um, your role in the show, I love being the villain. I do. What, do you, what do you define as villain? And is that not exhausting, Christine? Like always being the villain and having to portray a side of you that isn't fully you. So this is really interesting. Um, I honestly, I love being the villain in the show. It's, it's really, really fun for me. Being a villain takes a lot of effort. I think. I, I think I went into the show thinking that people had creativity and they could see that I'm more than just a one note person. And you do see certain elements of different aspects of me, like where I am very caring and emotional and supportive and sweet and all these things, but they just remember the big moments. And obviously that's what television's for. Like that's, you know, it wouldn't be fun if we we're all nice, but um, yeah, it's, it's a little exhausting when I, know that people think there's nothing else besides that you know that's yeah. why i kind of encourage people to go to my social media and get to know me and actually like watch my stories and what i do in my everyday life because before this i was an actress and i specialize in comedy and i was in a lot of movies and a lot of television shows so for me i was like this is great and i thought people would see past that but some didn't and it's just like i'm like why guys it's a show come on you know so that, that's really interesting that you say that then. So, it, you know, it's touted as a reality TV show, but it's from the creator of The Hills. So it's all about, you know, stylistically how amazing it looks. And you don't see it then as real life. You see it as a bit of a, um, a performance then. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like sometimes I definitely, you know, have fun with it. And I think we yeah. all do. But I feel like I, I like to go over the top. 
So how has that affected your everyday? Because like, I know before the show happened, you guys probably had a different dynamic within the office. Yeah. And then even though you're all putting on a performance, has that affected relationships? A hundred percent it's affected relationships. You know, um, we never had these problems before. And even when we would fight, we would fight once. But you're doing a TV show, you're fighting five times. You know, it's like you're going through the fight, you're repeating it, you're doing interviews, you're talking about it, you know, you're having an audience reaction. It's it's a lot of um, it's a lot of aftershocks from the earthquake. So um, it's definitely affected our relationships. Um, before we really never had any problems, and now the dynamic is really strained to say the least. But it hasn't affected the amount of parties you guys have on screen. And I keep watching, going, why are they having another party when they know it's going to end up in a fight? <laughs> well, that's a great. <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, um, we love to party, but obviously it's, we're working so much. So we don't get a lot of time to all get together. So when we do, we go really, really hard and maybe a little too much. <laughs> so also, I think that's what people want to see is all of us together in our dynamic. So when the cameras aren't rolling, are you guys um, in each other's pockets as much? Are, are there relationships that are real off screen? Um, yeah, 100%. Um, the people that I'm really close with are Davina, Heather, Maya, and Amanda. Those girls I'm really close with. Um, Mary and Chriselle, I don't talk to. Um, however, I did send, you know, Mary a happy birthday text message, but her and I, because of the show, just really have grown apart, unfortunately. Um, and there's other girls who have strained relationships as well. So I know it's definitely affected the dynamic. You keep calling the show work and it is, it's part of your work day. So uh -huh. how do you make sure that when something as personal as your wedding is included in the show, does it make your wedding day feel like work and it is still an important personal moment to you? Um, when we were filming, it actually wasn't super invasive because I took the necessary precautions to ensure that my wedding day was the way that I wanted it. So we made sure to actually hide the cameras under black linen. So, you know, my guests couldn't even see the cameras, which was really, really great. Even at the altar, we kind of camouflaged them into white florals, I believe. Um, so we did a really good, good job of hiding things. So when, when we were filming my wedding, I actually didn't really feel like we were filming at all um, for once, <laughs> which was nice, but, um, with that, you know, it comes, it's an interesting parallel because I had this great wedding and all these amazing memories. And then I go back and watch the show and I'm like, that's not my wedding. <laughs> it's different to watch for sure. And is that strange when you do go back and watch the show going, okay, well, I had this experience and oh my God, this, because I'd say most of the fighting, they should probably have cameras when you guys are watching the show because you realize how much behind the scenes went on and that yeah. would probably change your dynamics. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like sometimes, and at, even at my wedding, like when I was watching the show, I didn't know all that drama was going on. I had, I had literally no idea. So that to me was shocking in and out of itself. <laughs> well, um, talking about drama at the wedding, this happened back in December. It was yeah. um, a winter wedding in LA. So you had to manufacture a lot of the snow and stuff. Yeah. But um, as well as all of that going on, you were dealing with 
not feeling well. So this yeah. was, we have to remember in a Corona world where we're so alert right now going, okay, if we have a sniffle, we go and get a test. You had no idea about the severity of the coronavirus. Yes. But what gift did you get on your wedding day? What, what gift? Yeah, the coronavirus. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Well, so my husband and I were traveling overseas. We had a, a week break from filming. Um, we were in Hong Kong and Dubai and I came back and I just wasn't feeling great. And I thought it was the flu, um, but it was so weird. Um, I had so many strange symptoms where I was like, what's going on? Like food grossed me out, the smell of it, everything. I was just like, I couldn't eat. And then on top of that, I went through these weird waves where some days I would go to work and I would be like, okay, wow, I'm feeling good. I'm here. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then the next day I would just crash and be in bed for two days. It was, it was this weird roller coaster of up and down. I went through two rounds of antibiotics, a bunch of steroids, IVs. It was just the fact that it wasn't going away and had this weird roller coaster effect that made me like really freak out. But it finally did go away after probably three, three and a half weeks. And then when everything started coming out, I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I had. And I saw so many people around me go down with it as well. Um, my wedding dress designer, um, my, my event planner, uh, one of the crew members. So it was like this interesting domino effect um, that happened and now I know why. So how are you feeling now? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, it's not just the virus, it's the after effects. Do you have any after effects or are you feeling 100% now? You know, I noticed for a good month, um, I was having respiratory issues and going up the stairs was just really exhausting for me. Um, right now I'm totally okay, but um, even after I was better for a good month, going up and down the stairs was a difficult task. Gosh. Um, let's take it back a minute before selling Sunset, before you became a realtor. What was Christine doing before all of that? Yeah. Um, before all of this, I was acting and modeling. <laughs> no surprise. I feel like we all were. Um, so I went to school for theater and um, that was what I did. And so I moved out to Los Angeles to do um, acting and I wanted to um, specialize in comedy. That's always what I wanted to do with comedy. And um, I want to do multi-cam com and sitcoms and stuff like that. So I was doing really well and I kind of took a little bit of a break. I wanted a breather. Um, for me, I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to my work. I want to be in charge of like making my own money and my own destiny. And I was getting irritated how, you know, I would walk into a room with casting directors and they were like the gatekeeper, you know, it was like, hard for me because um, I wanted to be in charge of my, my own money and my own work. So um, I took a break and decided to get into real estate. Um, and I'm glad that I did. And I, I saw Jason and Brett working really hard and, you know, working for who they wanted to work for when they wanted to work. So um, it seemed like the perfect fit. Is it really odd though, that in the open home group, it's Jason and Brett and then just glamorous females. <laughs> it's, like, very it's very odd. Not to mention he's dated like half of them. So that's a little weird. Thank God we don't have HR. <laughs> yeah, well, are there any other males in the office? Because my husband and I got really excited. We were watching one day and we're going, oh my God, there's a man sitting right next to Jason. We don't know who he is. Is he an intern? What's his story? <laughs> there's actually one, two, three. There's 
four men that work at the Oppenheim Group, one of them kind of like in and out, but three full time. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we do have other males for sure. So they're just not featured, but I'm um, talking about males. Sometimes I find myself yelling at the TV as well, um, especially when you're dealing with these millionaires and they're talking down to you girls. Um, you were saying, you know, this business, it's all about ego, but how do you deal with men like that? And, you know, there's one guy in there who is trying to sell a $77 million home yeah. and you were trying to stand your ground going, it's not going to sell because of these reasons. And he's just dismissing you like this little girl who has no idea what she's talking about, but you deserve a place at that table. So how do you feel about that? Thank you. Um, I, you know, I've said this from day one. I, I think that if I were a man doing everything that I'm doing, I would be applauded. However, because I am a female, um, I, I feel, I feel like I'm treated differently. I feel like I'm, I'm given different advantages and disadvantages sometimes. And, um, for me, it's, sometimes it can make work a little bit more difficult. Like, um, you know, with that client, you're right. You know, um, I just feel like he, he didn't, he didn't, it's not that he didn't respect me because he did, but you know, there was like little things where he was like calling me honey and he was calling Davina honey. And I don't know if that was on camera. Was that on camera? I don't know if those bits were, but it felt like I, I could feel all that stuff and I just felt very uncomfortable. And it, it was weird. It wasn't like trying to put us down or anything, but he's like, honey, could you come over here and I'll show you the lawn? You know, like stuff like that. But still, it's just like, oh, it gets to me sometimes. But I feel like it's still a hard place for women. Like, oh, it sucks. I also wonder, is in your world, is there ever such thing as too much is too much? Because you're doing an open house and in one of them, your selling point <laughs> is burgers and Botox. And I was just like, oh my God, is there ever such a, and then, you know, you had your engagement party where there was zebras and acrobats and your wedding was uh, over the top. Is, is there such a thing as too much is too much or never such a thing? I think there's never such thing. <laughs> you just put up a really lovely post on your Insta story. Uh, you hit 500,000 uh, followers and you said, these past few years have been so much fun. Shh, don't tell anyone, but I've been working on a new business project. It's audacious, it's bold, we're glorious bitches and it's time to permanently change the conversation about fierce, strong women. It's time for us to own who we are and stop apologizing. Um, what can you tell us about that? Um, as you see in season three, um, Davina, Heather, Maya and I have had conversations about what would it be like if we didn't work for these egotistical males? And, you know, Davina's a broker, which means she's equal to Jason. She can very, you know, she can go next door and open up shop. Um, so we've talked about it a few times and we're not quite there yet, but it's, it's been something that we've been vacillating on. So, um, and then besides that, I'm also working on my own business venture and I'm not really there with it yet. So I wish I could talk about it, but, um, lots of good things happening. Okay. Is this, I, I'm not going to get you to talk too much about it, but is this something to do with a lifestyle brand that you want to set up? Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll watch this space for more. So um, with all of this going on, I'm sure there's a season four, but with COVID um, going on at the moment, there's probably no filming. How is that affecting business and season four? Usually we get picked up um, about a month after the numbers come out and Netflix can kind of see how we're doing. I think we're going to do really well, um, but we won't know. And no shows are filming until next year, I think, maybe December earliest. Okay. So um, I feel like we'll get picked up. But in terms of the market in Los Angeles, um, 
it's different. I mean, we don't have consumer confidence like we did before. I mean, stock market was an all-time high, unemployment was an all-time low, and it was just, uh, we were experiencing different things. And now, um, even with the buyers and sellers that I'm working with, I'm finding that it's very difficult for them to want to list their home because they're not really sure what's going to happen with the market, you know? And also I have a lot of people who, um, uh, are falling out of escrow due to international buyers and not being able to come back and meet requirements. So, um, it's just a different time. I wouldn't say it's necessarily gone down, but it's just a, it's a weird time. Everyone's on their toes for sure. And I suppose it is a time for you to think, okay, is this what I want to keep doing? And as you said, there's all these new ventures that you can start investigating now. For me, I, I still definitely always want to do real estate, but I like doing lots of things and I like keeping myself busy. And also I want to work for myself as well. So yeah. um, for me, quarantine was really great because I got a chance to sit down and be creative and work on things that I've always wanted to work on, but I never had the time to do. So for me, it's been kind of nice. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what all those things are. Christine, thank you so much for taking the time out and hopefully you might go to bed soon after this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like going to rub my makeup off and just pass out. I can't wait. <laughs> but honestly, I just want to say thank you so much for having me and I was honoured um, and I'll do anything to, you know, like wake up for you guys to talk to you guys. So thank you.